Hey, what is happening, everybody? And man, what a crazy week one we just went through. They were a lot of highs out there and people really putting up a lot of points, but I think there was a lot more lows than there were highs this week. And it, it was not good for some people. And you know what? I'm just going to get into it. And I did pretty well this week. I was, I was almost perfect but we'll, we'll get into that let's let's uh let's start off with uh how my uh FanDuel lineups went for Thursday night my FanDuel lineup it was it was all right I had Gabe Davis as my MVP and had Josh Allen Henderson uh Isaiah McKenzie and I forget who the other one was but I didn't I didn't make the cut to get any type of money back so that was that was no bueno, but how how could I beat the person that came in first when they had Josh Allen as their MVP and then started both the Rams and Bills defense, and they put up huge numbers. So, hey, you can't win them all. And if I did win them all, I would be doing this every day and not have to work a single day in my life. Uh, but then coming up with the uh, DraftKings lineup, we all had Zach pulled it out. Uh, good for him because his regular fantasy team <coughs> – didn't do anything really uh so good for him everybody make sure you venmo him the five bucks whoever came in last go ahead and give him 10 uh i did all right i came in third i think in all my lineups even with my FanDuel lineups i did uh i switched out i didn't do it in the DraftKings one but in FanDuel, i looked at the matchup and i was like you know what let me take uh let me take clyde edwards hilaire out and put Mike Davis in because that might be a better matchup for him. And going out there and seeing that Mike Davis got like three carries for two yards, fumbled the ball, it just looked terrible. I didn't know Kenyon Drake would be out there as the main back, so maybe his price will go up in DraftKings and FanDuel. And then I didn't see Clyde Edwards-Hilaire having the game that he did. So we learn, we lose, we try to get better. Uh Going into next week, that all these all these questions that we had will be a little bit more answered. Everybody, I feel like half of the league is feeling good about their team. The other half, I mean, a couple already people have been saying in the group chat that they're buying the keg next year and asking what everybody wants. Guys, it's all right. It's week one. Relax. Waivers will come up. Someone will get hurt on any anyone else's team. I mean, there was already a few key injuries this week, so relax. It's only one week. We'll, we'll all get through it. Uh, let's start off with the first one. Uh, Allen's Whip, which is my team, uh, I scored 124.58 points. I played against Zach, uh, Super Lamario. Uh, I guess that's what you get for not changing your team name. Uh, just because it fits doesn't mean you got to keep it. Uh switch it up maybe you uh maybe you'll win next week uh zach ended up scoring 82.82 zach i'm sorry i'm throwing shade at you but you were the lowest scoring team this week so might need to step her up a little bit uh some of the key uh people on my team that really helped me out to get this win this week uh josh allen uh outscored his projection by eight exactly eight points he got 31 points this week and then justin jefferson man he went he went crazy 
he got 34.90 fantasy points and he was projected 16.29 so that that just makes me feel a little better because during the draft I was sitting there thinking like man did I not did I pick the wrong wide receiver and I thought about it on uh after the Thursday game when Cooper Cup got like 25 points something I was like man that's a lot of points for wide receiver I think I messed up picked the wrong one but stuck with it and look Justin Jefferson is did he I think he did finish as the highest scoring fantasy player this week which is great for me uh another key contributors I had I mean Gabe Davis outscored his projection by six points uh James Conner fell shy of his but he still got 14 pretty good Mark Andrews I don't have Mark Andrews I have him in another league uh George Kittle didn't play for me which kind of hurt but Albert O got five points, but I I didn't really need to play a tight end this week. Uh, some uh, poopy games that Zach's players had. Uh, Lamar Jackson had an all right game, didn't reach his uh, mark by two points. Uh, Cortland Sutton got nine point two, projected twelve something. <laughs> Alvin Kamara got six point one, he's projected sixteen. So that wasn't good. Uh, Damian Pierce only got 4.4. Kyle Pitts got 2.9. And I guess Zach can blame me a little bit on this one since I did uh, the Think About It segment. I I told him, hey, why don't you take Chris Godwin out? He might not be playing. He's still banged up. Who knows what his production is going to be. Go ahead and play Mike Davis. Uh his matchup is looking great. I thought he was going to be the leading back there. And Mike Davis ended up only scoring 1.1 fantasy points. But, I mean, he I got it half right to take Chris Godwin out. I mean, he he looked good in the first few drives, but then he got hurt and was taken out. Only ended up scoring five points. So, I'll take a half there. But, also, I don't think it would have mattered if he put in... The highest scorer on his bench was uh, Pacheco. He got all those points at garbage time. Got twelve point uh, two. It would have made it a little bit more close, but it wasn't the uh, saving grace he was probably going to be looking for. So, yep, I got the first one correct. I got the win. Zach got the loss. I'm one to zero. Zach is zero one. All right, down to the next one. We got my Zach, my nut Zach Ertz. And man, I messed that up last uh, episode too. It's going to take a while to get that correct. And then uh, too many cooks. So that was Josh versus JT. Josh ended up winning 129.8 to JT's 100.9. So JT, you not you need to stop being so doom and gloom. You weren't the lowest scoring person. You weren't even the second lowest scoring team. So relax. You probably won't be buying the keg, but who knows? might have to put out a beacon on you by the end of the season if you are buying a cake someone's gonna have to make sure they do night checks on you uh but yeah so josh won some key contributors to that matchup there let's see josh had russell wilson but he almost hit his projection it wasn't that good of a game that game just ended i was surprised they lost but Devonte adams putting up 25.1 fantasy points. Some people saying, he, I mean, some of the plays that didn't look like him and Derek Carr were having that great of a connection. Uh, it should get better. 
but been seeing a lot of TikToks and memes that both those two, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, might be missing each other. But then I saw Devontae Adams' stat line, and I was like, I think he did all right for himself. Uh, so, yeah, Devontae Adams outscored his production. A.J. Brown had a good debut with Philadelphia, scoring 20.5. Uh, seven and some change points higher than his projection. Uh, Najee ended up getting hurt. That's not good for him. Didn't hit his projection, but it didn't matter. Uh, other than that, A.J. Dillon scored seven more fantasy points than he was projected, so that's great help there. And anything on his bench, Tyler Boyd had an all right game. D.J. Chark, David, Derek Carr did not have a good game and then you have buffalo's defense on your bench you scored 17 points that would have been nice to have up in there but like i said it it didn't matter and going over to the uh think about it side i didn't i didn't get this one right whatsoever uh i told him to take out Jalen waddle and put in adam thielen uh and Waddle ended up scoring 15.7 fantasy points, which is really great. It's uh, four more than what he needed to get his uh, projection, so that's great. And I told him to put Adam Thielen in, and he only got 5.1. So that one didn't get, and, you know, it's all right. I can't can't see the future. If I did, I'd win every single time in this league. So they had a great game. Let's go on to the losing side. JT, some of the people that was the main cause of him losing. Uh, CD Lamb getting 3.9 fantasy points, projected 14.65. Then DJ Moore scoring 6.5, projected 11. And Chase Edmonds didn't hit his mark at 8.5. And Travis Etienne only getting 7.5. Uh, and this, these are, uh, this is one of the sections that I did get right for uh, the think about it side. Told him to think about taking Travis Etienne out and putting in Michael Thomas. Like I said, Travis Etienne got 7.5. Michael Thomas scored 20.2. So just that change right there wouldn't have helped him to win, but it would have made it really close coming down to the wire. So I think uh, Michael Thomas might be in the lineup next week and Travis Etienne might be out. So that right there got that correct. Josh beating JT. And I want to let y'all know that, that I'm one for one with predicting the underdog to win. So next week, if I pick you to win and you're the underdog at the time I do the podcast, might might be having a, some good good vibes over there going to (coughs) the next matchup here let me get my phone over there to that one too so i have all the points that i didn't write down you had spank bank which is team owner of peter he ended up scoring 149.32 points i think he was the highest scorer of the week so he got the bonus uh was it 10 10 bucks I believe it's 10 bucks. And then beating I Smell Trouble, which is team owner of Struss. He lost. He only scored 84.08 uh, fantasy points. Some of the key contributors to uh, Peter's team here, 
Jalen Hurts got two more points in his projected, 24.72, which is great. Mike Evans got 15.6. Jerry Judy, which is one of the biggest ones, 18.2. Amon St. Brown, 16.4. I mean, his whole team went off. And it's the one that really got it going was uh, DeAndre Swift getting 25 even points there. I mean, his whole team outside of uh, Penny tonight and McCaffrey didn't hit what they were supposed to, but everybody else jumped up there. So that's great for him. Uh, and I was semi-wrong. It wouldn't have hurt him. I told Peter to think about uh, taking out Amon St. Brown, who scored 16.4 fantasy points, and put in uh, Jacksonville Christian Kirk. Uh, but Christian Kirk got 14.7, and I believe that was more than what he was projected. Yeah, he's projected 10.57. So... I was close on that one. I counted as me not getting it, but it still would have worked out pretty fine for him. Uh, now on the other side for Struss, some of the key bad games that got him where he was this week. Uh, Tom Brady got 10.38 fantasy points. Not a good showing against a not-so-good Dallas team. Uh, Keenan Allen, when he got hurt. He got 8.6, so hopefully he's still good. Deontay Johnson got 9. He was projected 12. Amari Cooper, probably the biggest one out here. He got 3.2 fantasy points, uh, projected 10. And really, when you have those low of numbers, and I'll even throw this out here. Derrick Henry got 8.2. He was projected 18 fantasy points. So that 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 hurt. And for the think about it, for Struss, I told him to take out Tom Brady and play Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady got 10.38. You could think putting anybody else in at quarterback, you thought it would have been a little bit better, but Aaron Rodgers got 3.7 fantasy points. So that's that. Your quarterback room needs some uh, help there, Struss, unless Tom Brady can figure it out. So Aaron Rodgers would make football a lot better when those two are playing at a high level. Yep, Yep, I got that one correct as well. So at the moment, that's three, three for three. I'm doing all right so far. Going down to the next matchup here, we have Flint Tropics, which is Eric. He won with uh, 136.76 fantasy points, beating Todd's Step Burrow. I'm stuck, uh, scoring 99.12 fantasy points. Some of the key contributors for Eric. It was Cooper Cup getting that 25.3 game I was talking about earlier. Tyreek Hill hit his numbers. Uh, Jamar Chase went 23.9, looking great. And I did pick all three of his wide receivers to outscore uh, Todd's. And they could have went out there and caught, each of them could have caught just two balls for 20 yards, and I think they would have beat all Todd's wide receivers. Uh I'll get to that in a second. Nick Chubb outscored his by a, almost a point, and Darren Waller didn't already right game. He got he got his numbers. So Eric's team just went off. Uh, the think about it segment I gave for him, uh, it was pretty close. I told him to take Damian Harris out. He got six point eight fantasy points. Told him to put Melvin Gordon in. He got six point two tonight. So it wasn't. It was all right. I got pretty close on that one. 
Uh, some of the key people why Todd lost this week. Uh, Joe Burrow didn't have a great game, even though he started out like negative four points, ended up with a 18.22. So it was a good comeback. Uh, DK Metcalf tonight only got 5.1 fantasy points. Uh, Darnell Mooney got 1.3. T. Higgins, he did get hurt, got 3.7. Austin Eckler, 9.2. Zeke, 5.4. And then Travis Kelsey was the brightest spot, and uh, Cordell Patterson, which is nice. And he he listened to me, actually. Someone other than Zach did a switch here. And I told him to take out Brees Hall, which he ended up getting 7.1 fantasy points, and then put in Cordero Patterson, who got 21.16. Nope, that zero is supposed to look like a zero. It looked like a six. Uh, he got 21.1 fantasy points. So I hit on that one. I'm not too shabby when it comes to these uh, think about it segments. I'm starting to like that one a lot. So, yep, got that one correct as well. Uh, Eric beat Todd. Eric, I still want you to change your name. Uh, you don't want to have the trouble like Zach had, had the bad juju of having the same team name. Uh, going into the last matchup here, it was... I was hoping that I'd go 5 for 5, but I did not go 5 for 5. T uh, the winner of this matchup here was Watson's Massage Parlor, which is team owner of Tim. He scored 115.72 fantasy points, beating... Uh, CJ, which his name when I recorded this was enter new name here. Uh, he ended up losing 108.96. Sadly, he changed his name before the game started to Dak to the future. And now Dak is to the pub, uh, which his name should have been. And really, that's one of the big reasons why he did end up losing because CJ... Prescott was projected 19.91. He left the game with 4.46. I talked to him earlier. He said he really wasn't having a good game regardless uh, before he got injured. So it doesn't help him there. His team didn't do terrible. If Prescott did all right and one other person that I'm about to bring up, it, it, he could have won. Uh, yeah, so Prescott 4.46 and the other guy who didn't show up was Mike Williams get a solid two points, projected 12.73. So if they came anywhere close to just hitting their projections, CJ would have won and I would have been 5-5 five five because you had Michael Pittman going 22.6, Terry McLaurin 12.8, uh, Joe Mixon 18, Saquon Barkley going for a 30-burger. So he had a great team. He just didn't have his quarterback and his keeper and Mike Williams doing anything. That being said, Tim had a pretty good day. Uh, he had Marquise Brown going for 12.3. He had Jonathan Taylor going for 25.5. Jamal Williams going for 14.3. Kareem Hunt going for 21. So he had an all right game over there. Some people you got to think about over there. Allen Robinson got 1.7. I don't know what's going on over there. Just a bunch of not good things coming out of that camp. Even though I think most of them are like memes and saying that he wasn't allowed to sit at the breakfast table with him, uh, Stafford and Cup, telling him to go get him more eggs or whatever. 
just not good. And I forgot to bring up CJ's uh, think about it. I told him to think about taking Rashad Bateman out because we don't know what the passing thing scheme, who's going to be the number one target out of Andrews and if Lamar's is going to run the ball more, if the team overall was going to run the ball more and they didn't. Uh, Bateman ended up scoring 12.9 and I told him to switch it out with Juju Smith-Schuster and he ended up doing the switch, what I thought was a great idea, but uh, Juju wasn't as targeted as much as Mahomes was lighting up uh, Arizona. He only ended up with 8.9, so it wasn't a terrible switch. wasn't the reason why he lost. And then for Tim, I told him to switch out Chris Olave, which he ended up scoring 7.6 points uh, with Jahan Dotson. And Jahan Dotson ended up scoring 16.5 fantasy points. So that would have helped out a little bit to spread that gap because this was a close game. So Tim was already talking a little smack in the group chat. But, hey, you might be seeing him later on in next week or uh, the weeks to come. So it was a close one. You almost lost this one, and I was hoping you did so. It was uh, five for five. So, yep, I ended up 4-5 and five with the projection picks. Uh, the Think About It segment, I was pretty close to all. I was off on, let's see, one. The Bateman for Juju was a little off that I liked. Uh, the Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, I was off on that one a good bit. And then the Jalen Waddle for Adam Thielen, I was off. But the ones I was pretty close, I would say that I was close on the Godwin, switching out for Mike Davis. They both just didn't score really any points anyway. Uh, Then I got the Michael Thomas for Travis Etienne. That was a pretty good one. I said I was all right with uh, Amon St. Brown switching out for Christian Kirk. And then uh, Damian Harris for Melvin Gordon. Cordell Patterson for Brees Hall. Chris Olave for Johan Dotson, and I was semi-close on Juju Smith-Schuster uh, taking out Bateman. So now that you all saw me do that segment, think about it next week when I do give you all those options for the matchup-wise and based off of who whose performance <clears throat> was a little better than projected, who might have been on your bench. Uh, try to have your lineups ready to rock and roll-ish on Wednesday. So when I do get this ready, uh, I can be pretty close before you make the switch or whatever. I, I'm going to do the next week podcast. I'm, I'm going to try to do it all on Wednesday nights. I might have to do this one a little sooner because I'm going on vacation and I'm actually leaving Wednesday night. might have to do it. Actually, I might have to do it tomorrow. So, let's get into uh, some of the waivers here that might be some hot picks here coming up. Uh, with the running backs, you got Dontrell Hilliard. He had a great game, 20.4 fantasy points. Uh, just in case if Derrick Henry does go down, it'll probably be smart for someone to pick him up. Don't know how much he's going to go for. And then Jalen Warren, the running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers, just in case Najee Harris goes out, then people who need a uh, spot start at running back with their injuries someone who has Najee I don't know which team looking at all of them 
which one had him. Josh, think about trying to see if you can go pick him up for a handicap. And for the wide receivers, Devin Duvernay had a game, 19.4. Don't know if he's going to continue to have those types of games. He had two receiving touchdowns. So he might be more involved if Lamar is really trying to bump up his uh, asking price for a contract. Robbie Anderson had a game, 18.7. Uh, he was all talks in the offseason saying he didn't want him, uh, but he had an all right performance with Baker. So that might be someone to uh, keep an eye on just uh, to stash away if he uh, ends up coming out week two and does the same performance. Uh, he's going to be thought about in a – putting in your starting rotation. Uh, then Curtis Samuel, another uh, commander's wide receiver here, he had 15.2 fantasy points. And really, if Carson Wentz can keep shooting out like he did this past week, uh, almost playing all these uh, Washington wide receivers might not be a bad uh, decision if you need a spot start if someone gets hurt or they're just not performing uh, here's a tight end for you, Taysom Hill. He got 14.8 fantasy points. Yeah, he only had like two or three carries, but I think it went for 88 yards and a score. I think he also had a reception. So just having that type of an explosive player at the tight end position, unless you have a Mark Andrews, Kyle Pitts, Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, if you have the type of team set up that you're going to do some spot starts with, uh, your tight ends and playing the matchup game, Taysom Hill might be a nice person to play next week or even just having him on your bench or even just starting him from the get-go. Uh, gave out this one right here. Uh, quarterback. The main reason I put this out there is because uh, CJ might have to be thinking about a quarterback for his team and might have to uh, change his team name because Dak's going to be out for a while. Go out there and pick up Carson Wentz. He had 27.7 fantasy points this past week. And I don't know if that's he likes the system more or overall the wide receivers are a little better than it was in Indy. I mean, he had Michael Pittman, and Pittman's a better receiver than, in my opinion, and anybody with the commanders. But overall, the commanders' wide receivers as a group is better than Indy's. So go out there and try to get yourself a... Uh, little wince action so yep that's gonna do it for this pod here quick and short just to recap just let y'all know i'm five for four for five and picking the whole uh matchups here and i'm one for one i'm going to keep track of that with uh picking underdogs and winning so all right guys hope you like that uh, i'm curious about what the matchups are going to look like next week, just like you listen to this. I'm going to have to probably uh, do that podcast for next week's tomorrow night since I will be out of town. I'll leave them uh, heading up to Lindsay's after work on Wednesday. So then I'll be in Tennessee. So hopefully those matchups are juicy like this past one. All right, guys, I'll talk to you later. Have a great rest of your day whenever you all listen to this. Deuces.